coming up on tonight's episode for the fifth time. We are talking about our Super Bowl prop bets. We're making predictions about the craziest parts of the biggest game. So stick around. Our episode starts right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 169, recorded January 30th, 2019, Super Bowl Prop Bets 5. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Oh, no. Did I say 2019? You sure did, Sean. Do you know I made the same... <laughs> sure we're did. keeping this because do you know I made the exact same mistake on the first Don't Panic of 2020? where I Because for... I always just change the date and never the year. And then I just yep. read... It. You know, the, the Ron Burgundy joke where he just reads what's on the teleprompter. That's right. That's basically me. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was doing the the cut motion here, and uh, so or is this just gonna be it'll just be in the show. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I look, I have to All own right. up to my mistakes. It is January thirtieth, twenty twenty. That's fair. We're back. Did I'm, you know? Did you know that you shouldn't write twenty twenty on your checks? I read that. Or no, you shouldn't write twenty on your checks. Right. Right, but not. But you shouldn't abbreviate it. You should. You should write. The full 2020. I mean, I would make the argument on any official paperwork, you should use the four-digit year always, just because it's a good idea. And because it really doesn't take that much extra time. Right. Maybe like a half a second. You lazy, lazy folks at home. You lazy, but we missed you. Yes. I'm Sean. He's Matt. We're thrilled to be back. 2020. Another year, there's a a very low-flying helicopter outside of my window. It's so low, Uh my floor is rattling, and I don't know why. Um, Is there an airbase near you, Sean, and out in the uh, Massachusetts wilderness? uh, uh, Where I used to live, there was one literally like right next door, and the planes used to fly really low. There's one not super far from here, but they don't do helicopters out of there, just planes. You know, that was one of the weirdest things about moving to D.C. was not experiencing the planes. Because where I lived in New York... I would see like planes all the time and I just kind of got used to them as I grew up. Yep. And then their absence, I guess where I am, well, I'm just South of DC. All right. So just like Northern Virginia. And in that area, you don't really see a lot of planes cause I'm, I'm kind of past the major airport. So it was just a weird adjustment. Matt, you, you just reminded me of a, of a, of what might become the deepest rabbit hole we've ever gone down on this show. Am I will, am I allowed to do that? Let's do it. This okay. is our show. We can do what we want. Are you familiar with the M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Village? I am, yes. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> the the plot of which, I would say spoiler alert, but too bad, uh, is that uh, these adults went and took their kids and created this society outside and made it pretend like it was olden times. It's a short version. But one of the plot points in the movie is how, why are there 
you know, they have to like make sure there are no cars and no technology, but it's like, how do they stop planes from flying overhead? And then there is a throwaway line in the movie that always drove me crazy because I hate when movies try to explain away things and they're like, oh, we paid someone off in the government to make it a no-fly zone. And I'm like, you can't just do that. <laughs> like, honestly, you should have just... really a line in the movie? It, it, like, at the end where they kind of like start revealing, oh, you know, he owned the land and he made sure no one bothered us. It was a sanctuary and all. And then they, oh, there is a, there right. is a throwaway yeah. line where they say, you know, but what about airplanes? And they're like, no, we, we, we like bribe somebody in the government to make it a no fly zone. And I'm like, that's not a thing. Like they, like they paid the AFA a bunch of money to, you know, to like slipped them a 20 and then it's like, oh, there's just this one box in the middle of the country where you just can't fly over. Like I, I, that I would rather they have I, not explained it. I would have, rather, I would rather they have a deleted scene where a plane does fly <laughs> overhead and then everybody just pretends like it, it's not happening. It's like, and see what? Kids are all like, What's that? What's that in the sky? And they're Gosh, just like, awfully what, big are you, bird. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's nothing. Oh yeah. That's an awfully big bird. It's out awfully there. Big yeah. bird. That I would have rather that anyway, like really, really own up to it. A very because specific reference. That, that the whole plot falls apart when you, when you get and he, and I bet they had filmed the entire movie and then some, some guy on the set, some like cameraman was just like, wait a minute, what, what happened? What about planes? What happens if there's, if a plane flies overhead, like, how, do, how do they explain Yeah. yeah. Damn it. We have, Guys, to, we have to do a whole nother scene now. We need another $5 million for to CGI out the planes. Yep. All right. Roll tape. We got to <laughs> We got to explain this one. Just improvise some some bullshit. Just come up with something. That's so. what sucks about twist movies is you have to yeah. explain so much away, and you mm-hmm. can't. Say, I would love to do an M Night Shyamalan series here on the show. Oh, me too. I think that would be bananas. I don't know if I've seen enough M Night Shyamalan to be honest. No, but that's I've what I'm saying. We should we should do it where we watch all of them. Yeah. And just watch them get increasingly crazier and worse. And then we get to like Airbender and La- After Earth. And then we're, you know. And then okay. you circle back around to Glass and you're like, wait, is he actually good? That's the thing. It, it's like for me with with um, with J.J. Abrams, but probably more consistently good. I don't know. I said that halfway through and then I realized I hate J.J. Abrams and everything he's ever made. So uh... not at all like J.J. Abrams. Like a, a director that I, I can't trust. So I guess J.J. Abrams. You don't hate everything he's done. I'm pretty sure I do, Sean. I don't think that's true. Give me one th- one movie that you think I would like from J.J. Abrams, and I'm going to tell you that I hate it. Mission Impossible 3. Uh, I never saw it. Okay, well. um, Although he only... No, he directed that. Uh, The first Star Trek wasn't that bad. It was... The second was, one was not it was, good. It was it was a fine action movie. It was a terrible was Star Trek movie. Well, okay, but there are a lot of terrible Star Trek movies. You can't just <laughs> put that on J.J. Abrams. The best Star Trek movie of all time, Galaxy Quest. Cosine. Tim Allen. Yes. Love mm-hmm. that movie. With a few yeah. I own on Blu-ray. It's a classic. Excellent. Excellent movie. Uh, never give up. Never surrender. Never surrender. Uh... Mission Impossible Fall. No, he just produced that. I'm looking at his list here. Cloverfield, not great. Armageddon, that was perfectly fine. Never saw it. It was better than Deep Impact. I'll give you Cloverfield. I'll give you that one. I, I didn't mind that one. I just I like that it was something different. Yeah, but he only produced it. He didn't direct it. Okay, well, if if you you look for the movies he's actually directed, 
it's only Mission Impossible 3, Star Trek, Super 8, Star Trek Into Darkness, Force Awakens, and Rise of Skywalker. Everything else he's produced or written. But he's done good TV. Alias was good. Lost was good. Super 8 had a lot of potential. Fringe was good. Do you ever see Never Fringe? No. Nah. Fringe was good. I, I apparently I haven't seen a lot of movies. You know a movie I did see over the weekend? What? Um, the Lighthouse. Oh, boy. Robert Pattinson and the other guy? Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Jeez, Will- Willem Dafoe. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, let me tell you, for the folks at home, that, that was one heck of a good movie. If you're if you're if you're feeling up to you, you, I recommend seeing it without reading anything about it. Just if you if you've if you know nothing about it, the all all the better. And you should definitely watch it. One of the best acted movies I think I've ever seen. Wow, really phenomenal. Uh, it's one of those movies that's got like a real big like crap ton of subtext. And if you have a friend that's like a film dork. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk to you about it. They're going to want to talk to you about it for like hours. Gotcha. So there it's good. It's real. It's real good. The lighthouse. You can get, find it on Amazon. That's where I watched it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll, we'll have our Academy Awards show. When are the Academy Awards, Sean? Uh, good question. <laughs> So I will Google it. We have the technology. Uh, February 9th. So oh, like, my birthday. Like a week away. How about that? Two weeks away. A week away. I think this is the... This is cool. Okay. That's a very special day. All right. Um, But I guess so that today is more... Our show today is to talk not, a, not about movies. But certainly but about, about an award. The biggest cheater award that goes to the Houston Astros hey. for cheating their way to a World Series victory now, Matt, the same year that one Sean Jennings was a occupant of the city of Houston coincidence? Oh, and then he moved to Massachusetts judge. and the Red Sox cheated their way to a championship <laughs> coincidence? This is, this is a really interesting pattern I think we really need to explore this a little bit more um Sean, where, where, uh, who paid you to put the cameras in? Oh, they didn't have to pay me. That was a volunteer gig. I just love baseball. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, right? Could you imagine? What a great plot for a movie that is. Like, just some regular Joe who, like, gets caught up in a baseball cheating scandal. Yeah. <laughs> Not my life, but would be interesting if it was somebody's. It would. It's it's just, it's so crazy. Because this is just something that you, like, if you were, the, if you were a Dodgers fan in 2017... And you, you lost that hard-fought battle to the Astros. This is like something should happen. Like in the next few years, that it comes out that they actually cheated the whole time. And mm-hmm. like your team should have won. And that's crazy. It was so crazy. It's craziness. I mean, that's just a, a strong reminder that baseball sucks. <laughs> is an old to say that cheating never wins but no cheating does win several world series championships in fact but wow uh but no because as far as i know they're still the champions so it does work uh my point is that baseball is an old-timey sport that you know you couldn't you couldn't do something like this in basketball or in hockey you know you can only do it in baseball a game that's could. horrifically slow 
you could you could probably do something. You could like this is the equivalent I, in my mind of like stealing the other team's playbook in any sport. Like well, you, you steal it and you like read it or something. But it's, it's not still against the rules. I in guess football maybe. I think basketball and hockey it happens too fast to happen during the game. Like I agree with you if you do it like before the game is one thing, but baseball is too slow. There shouldn't be time for you to be able to steal the signs. So just things should just be happening happening constantly. Yeah, like, like like you pitch the ball, you get it back, you pitch it again. They put a goddamn shot clock for pitchers. You know, shot clock. I think they have something like that for cricket. Well, like, they and they do for minor. They do for the minor leagues. Yeah, but it needs to be like to... ten seconds. Like it's got to be really quick. The minor league has a has a yeah has a clock. They experimented with the clock in um I think in preseason games in spring training. Um, but no, we're here, we're here, Sean, to talk about a very different sporting event. The big sports, game. The big one that's happening this Sunday. There's nothing, uh, I, there's nothing I love more than those billboards that just say the big game. That's there, right. There were a lot of those in Vegas game. where it's like, come to Caesar's palace for the big game. The big game. Like, could you be a little more specific? Now that's interesting. The timing, you recently went to Vegas. Yes. And the timing of your trip could not have been more fortuitous because you, the Vegas, of course, the gambling capital of the country and yes. uh, the Super Bowl coming up. Big Super Bowl number LVI. No, 54. LIV. Yes. LIV. I, I remember that because if you add an E at the end, it's live. So LIV. Yep. Live. So. That would be in Roman numeral. That's fifty-four, right? Fifty-four. Yes, you got it. Rocky. That's where I learned my Roman numerals from. The Rocky movies. Um. So, Sean, we've got a big one. Uh, the old Kansas City Chiefs, your AFC champion, taking on the San Francisco Forty ers your NFC champion, and. Uh, they're playing that game in Miami. They are at, at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, how long has it been called that? Not long. Do, uh, can we actually for a second talk about the uh, Miami Definitely. football stadium? Yes. Because yeah, it's that's... it's had a it's had a very many names over the years, which I find hilarious. Um the there's a whole Wikipedia section called naming rights. So here I, you go, Matt. Here's every yeah. name. The stadium's ever had dating back to <laughs> when it opened in 1987 when it was a combo uh, baseball field, a football oh. stadium. Joe Robbie Stadium, Pro Player Park, Pro Player Stadium, Dolphins Stadium. Let me be specific here. Dolphins Stadium. Then it changed to Dolphins Stadium. Then it was Landshark Stadium. Back to Dolphins Stadium. Then Sun Life Stadium. New Miami Stadium. Hard Rock Stadium. I think Hard Rock Stadium is the worst name of all of them. I don't know. Sun Life Stadium. Well, actually, that's not bad. That's very Miami. I think I think going from Dolphins Stadium to Dolphins Stadium is the worst. They just dropped the S. They just dropped the S. And they did that for three years. It's hilarious that that decision decisions like that could have cost the franchise literally millions of dollars because they have to rebrand everything. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't matter at all. And I bet most of the fan base didn't even notice or care. Nope, I don't think so. No one really cares about the naming of. NFL stadiums. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 
that I I I actually kind of like Landshark Stadium. That that to me that was the best one, even better seems, than Dolphin Stadium. That seems like a very expensive reach for the Landshark company to. Do they have the money to? Pay I, for what stadiums. Year was, what year? What year did they did they make that jump? Uh, Maybe that was when they was, were first coming out on the scene. It was literally. Let me see if there are more details here. That sounds like like because it was for It was only for one year between 2009 2010, according to Wikipedia. Oh. From February yep. 2008 through January 2009, Stephen M. Ross get gradually acquired 95% of the stadium and the surrounding land. He's the owner of the team. He then partnered with Jimmy Buffett to change the name to Landshark Stadium. Hold up. Jimmy it's, Buffett. Owns Landshark? You he, didn't know Jimmy that? Buffett? Yeah. Owns Landshark? Margaritaville Jimmy Buffett. I, I honestly didn't know that. Oh, yeah. that's I didn't know that. Yeah, that's his brand. Okay. Isn't he, isn't he the... His fans are called Parrot Heads. You, you got it. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Cheeseburger in Paradise, Jimmy Buffett. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yes. All right. Did I didn't know he owns Landshark, but it makes it makes perfect sense. Well, he doesn't it own it. Anheuser Busch owns it. He's just a partner in it. I don't know how much oh, of okay. it he actually owns. Okay. But he promotes gotcha. it. It's at his Margaritaville restaurants. Um, Matt, I'll give you one very quick trivia question before we actually talk about the Super Bowl because we've been doing this for 15 minutes and haven't done that yet. First can, trivia question of 2020. Can you name the NFL stadiums not named for a sponsor? The ones that are not named for a sponsor? That's correct. Because there's AT&T there? Stadium, Bank of America Stadium. Uh, there are, I think, two or three. I'm double checking the list now so I don't screw it up. One, two, three... Four. There's four. Sean, I'm I'm really bad with NFL stadium names, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm weirdly good at it. That's the problem. I'm gonna give it a shot. I definitely I know I know almost all of the baseball stadiums, but when it comes to the NFL stadiums, I'll give it a shot. All right. I believe in you. I can I right. give you a hint if that's helpful. No, no no need. All right, I'm here for you. Do the me. Bears still play at Soldier Field? They do, that is one of them. Boom. All right. Chicago I believe Bears. that's the oldest still operating stadium. Yes, it is. 1924. Lambeau Field. Yep. Correct. Packers. Yep. Um. So that's two. So there's two on the board. Yep. Arrowhead Stadium. Yes, that's Chiefs three. Play. Yep. There's one more and you'll never get it. But I believe in you. This is the one I always forget when I name all this because I can name all the names off the top of my head. This is the one I always forget. Oh, the the Coliseum in Oakland, the no. Oakland Coliseum. So, well, first of all, they've technically moved out of there, so you can't really count that because uh, they just finished I, their last stadium. But have they officially moved out though? I know their bags are packed, but have they vacated? Do you know the name of their new stadium in Las Vegas? Which is the trivia question. While I look up. Is this the answer? Is this number four? No, it's is not. The, no, it, uh, it has a sponsor. I don't know. I actually have... I didn't even know that they had moved out. I thought they were moving out like over the summer. They have a lot of time, I figured. But maybe they were evicted. I don't know. Um, oh, uh, where do the Rams It's Allegiant Field. Um, and the Rams will be playing at SoFi Field once it's finished construction. Right now they play at the Rose Bowl, but that's it's a temporary location, so I don't really count that. All right. Uh the Oakland Coliseum has had several sponsors over the years. Um the who do, who is it now? 
It's the Ring Central Coliseum. The Ring Central Coliseum. Okay. Yep. So who is the fourth team? I, I, I give up. It would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Where do they play? I was never going to I I, never get that. Right? It's a Bengals stadium. What is it? No, it's Paul Brown Stadium. Named uh, after their founder, yeah. Paul Brown. That was not going to happen. Uh, yep. But, hey, three out of hey, four. Look, I consider that a win. All right. I consider that a win. Uh, okay. Let's actually talk about what we're here for, which is Super Bowl prop bets, Matt. This is our fifth time doing it. Uh, why don't we remind the folks at home of how we've done historically? Uh, you're very good at this, and I'm not, I think is the simple way to put it. You're th- uh, the record is you three, me one in terms of the last four. Uh, you won in 2016, 2017. I won in 2018, and you won last year. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Uh, we come up with, well, Sean really comes up with the prop bets. And we have to uh, take the over-under usually or, or what have you. Uh, yeah, they vary category. pretty wildly. They do. They do. It's, and, it's, and, and many of them are game statistics. Many of them are not in-game statistics. Like, for example, one of my favorite bets that we ever made was the uh, Bill Belichick uh, outfit bet. Which I'm still pissed about because <laughs> you, you snuck right through those rules. I sure did. I said he'll wear and, a hoodie, and you're like, he'll wear something that's not a hoodie. And I'm like, that's literally anything no, else. Didn't I say he would wear a three-piece outfit or three something that's three pieces, and technically his outfit had three pieces? Yeah, it was like the some, most some BS. Like it could have applied to any clothes you wear. <laughs> I was so – I'm still mad about that. But you that that year you like – I think oh, no, you that crushed was, me. Yeah, like, then there was another one where it was you said sleeveless hoodie. I said n- anything that's not a sleeveless yeah. hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why you beat me like seven to four. I mean, so. honestly, for Belichick, the odds are still fifty-fifty with that. The dude wears sleeveless hoodies all the time. This is this is part of his image. Well, for once, Matt, finally, we won't have Bill Belichick to deal with this year. As you mentioned, the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Are you excited about the game at all? I actually am. Um, first of all, I'm excited that the Patriots aren't in it. That's Fair exciting. Enough. Um. And I'm also excited that the New England Patriots are not in the game. Uh-huh. Um, and you're going to be I'm happy excited. to not see Tom Brady out there. I'm excited that one of the quarterbacks is not Tom Brady. I mean, he's sort of Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo. Kind he's of Brady. not Tom Brady. No. He, he played he, on a team with Tom Brady, Tom Brady Jr. for a little while. Um, for a little while, he wants to uh, at least one, if not two, Super Bowl rings as a backup. Yeah, warm in the bench did he actually get in did he play at all in the super bowl no no he he was chilling on the bench he was he was just there for best way to win best way to win a ring yeah comfort of your own seat um he uh yeah no i I guess i'm actually genuinely excited about these two teams the chiefs and the 49ers neither of which are from new england Mm -hmm. they're um they're both exciting teams in their own right uh I don't have any – obviously, I have no stake in the game. Well, I guess we can talk, like, preferences and things like that. But I think it's going to be a really great matchup. Um, if we get into the real um, football, football, football talk about these two teams, it seems to me like it's a – and a, a lot of writers are are also buzzing about it. It's a lot like – do you remember the – actually, you, you we watched the Super Bowl together, the Broncos-Seahawks Super Bowl. Yes, I watched Blow that at your out. apartment. 
uh, in Poughkeepsie. And it, it, a, lot of, a lot of the buzz is that this Super Bowl is going to be very reminiscent of that one, but hopefully better. Because that one, <laughs> that one was pretty boring. Uh, well, yeah, the, I, I think still the only Super Bowl where the first play was a safety. No, wasn't. Yeah, no, you're right. You're when right. Over, when over Peyton's Manning's head. Yes, yes. Um, on their way to a crushing defeat. I was going to say there was there was definitely a safety in the second Patriots Giants Super Bowl against the Patriots, but I right. don't think it was the very first play. No. It was just something that happened, and that was kind of cool. It's always exciting to see a safety because you just you don't get them off. It makes you feel safe. I mean, yeah. Matt, Matt, you know, we'll mm-hmm. talk we'll talk later in the show who we think is going to win. But do yeah. you have any preference who 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 are you, who are you going to be rooting for, like personally? Um, I do, I do. I, and and actually, it's it's weird because another part of why I like the this this matchup so much, not just the hard hitting offense defense, like two really good uh, teams. But uh, there, there are players I like on both sides. There are coaches that I like on one side. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you know this, but one of my favorite NFL players is playing in this Super Bowl. Richard Sherman. Hey, I that's love right. Richard Sherman. Right. I think that I Very think the cool dude, dude is is just awesome. I think he he plays the game with such energy and such heart. Uh, ever since he he erupted on um, Aaron Andrews, yeah. Well, if I'm you the ever best receiver in the game, yeah. If you ever put a sorry ass, re- if you ever put a sorry ass receiver like Crabtree on him again, that's right. This is the result you're going to get. Which, by the way, that game, I'm the best corner in the game. He said that game was against the 49ers. If you remember, it was. It was. It was the. Wasn't it the? It was the NFC champ championship. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But ever since then, in the Legion of Boom, and and he just um. He he, the way that he's able to process smack talk and and like use it to fuel mm-hmm. his his uh, machine, which I guess in this case is him. He's the machine. He, he, his fuel is the the smack talk that people people throw his way. I love it. I yep. love that. I, I wish more players played the game like him. So Sherman's in the game. So that's a point for the for the for the Niners for me. I like Garoppolo. He's Italian. So he he's already got my respect, and uh, I, I like the way he plays the game. So another point for the Niners. Um, but Mahomes on the other side, Patrick Mahomes, his dad played for the Mets, and he was uh, he was um, often hanging around his dad in the clubhouse and stuff like that. And then you got Andy Reid, who I'm going to give two points to, because. Uh, I, I I think that he deserves it more. Who has the edge in this contest, Sean? For me, I'm going to be rooting slightly for the Chiefs, the okay. Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to be rooting for them. Uh, I hope it's a good game. And ultimately, I, I mean, whoever wins is is the winner. And I have no real dog in the fight because they're not um, they're not uh, my team. But I, I think I, I'd like the Chiefs. How about you? Uh, I'm also on the fence. It's tough. I agree. Well, first of all, I did want to drop this fun fact. You might not know. Did you know that Richard Sherman does not have an agent? He negotiates all his own contracts. He's also, I just learned recently, the NFL Players Association, uh, one of their executive 
um, board members, and he's possibly a candidate for president of the yep. NFL NFLPA next year. Yeah, he's a great dude. The current NFLPA president, whose name I totally forgot, uh, is no longer in the NFL. So right. he has to vacate the position at the end of the season, and, and a lot of people think Sherman is going to going to take over and it's a big deal because there's a lot of renegotiations man it's going to be nasty oh yeah um no the on one hand andy did you know that andy reed has the most i want to get the stat right the most wins as a coach to have never won a super bowl that's right and i want him to win a super bowl because he's a he is a great coach and he's had a long successful career on the other hand i have this like irrational and no purpose or reason to it dislike of Patrick Mahomes maybe it's because I'm a Patriots fan that could have something to do with it I just don't I think he's good I just don't think he's as good as everyone makes him out to be but on the other hand I don't really know anything about the 49ers because I really don't follow the NFC I, I know Jimmy Garoppolo I don't even know who's coaching the team these days so I can't really I guess I'm going to root for the 49ers I guess, because I just don't like the Chiefs winning, but that's not really a good reason to root for anybody. So, I don't know. I'm just going to watch the game. Yeah. Frankly, I spend the entire Super Bowl live tweeting for this show, so I don't pay that much attention to who wins or loses anyway. Yeah, that's understandable. I think it'll be it'll be a fun one. Um, throughout the later stages of the playoffs, I was expecting... I was fully expecting um, my my conspiracy hat went on, my tinfoil hat went up, and I, I was I was fully expecting us to get a Packers Chiefs matchup, mm. just because that was the first Super Bowl, and this is the 100 year. I thought they were gonna like pull some God, kind they of loved that sneaky crap. Yeah, NFL would have been great for the NFL, and that's what I was kind of expecting. So I'm kind of glad that that didn't happen. Um, because I, I didn't think that the Packers were that good this year. I think they just kind of broke – things broke really neatly for them, and they weren't a very good – they were a pretty average team. Yeah. But but I'm glad that it's – it's uh, I'm glad it's these two teams. I'm glad it's the it's the, the Niners uh, and the Chiefs. I would have loved to have seen the Titans. I really would. What a feel-good story that was. Ryan Tannehill leading the <laughs> Titans in the Super I, – I don't even care if they got – bulldozed in the Super Bowl by the 49ers. I still would have loved to have seen it. It's like something that happens in Madden where you, if you put it to like <laughs> you set the settings to easy. You're like franchise mode with the Titans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool. And I like Mike Vrabel and that would have so that yeah. would have been a, that would have been a cool a, a cool scenario. It's a surprising but. A surprising team but doesn't work that way. It'll still be a good game. Now Matt, let's get into our bets a little bit here. We have 11 bets we're going to be going through tonight. Uh, seven of them are what I call our recurring bets. We've done them essentially every year and then five are new for this year. So let's do them in order, uh, in which they occur in real time. The first being the coin toss, one of our classic bets. Uh, I have some stats here, Matt, did you know you always pick the same thing every year? You always tell me this, and then I get really, <laughs> I get really nervous that I'm gonna pick the other thing. Well, you can. Because I always, I always forget what it is. You can, and you've won two out of three times. Because I don't have the stats for 26, the details. I really want to pick the same thing. You've won two I, out of three times. I think my 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 go to is always 
Tails never fails. And that would be right. Yes, you so do. So do always. I always pick tails? All right. You, you always so, do. You know it, Sean. I'm picking tails again this year. I'll take heads. I'll take heads. All right. Good. Uh, that one that, that one made me nervous. I was afraid I was gonna gonna mess up the streak. Well, we'll see if it works for you. We might All have right. every other year thing going. Uh next up is the anthem. The national anthem and how long it takes to be sung, Matt. Do you know who's singing the national anthem this year? Uh, I have no idea. Is Demi, it Shakira? Demi Shakira? Lovato. Demi Lovato. Demi okay. Lovato. Um, I've seen a few different lines in terms of the time. Um, the most common one I saw was two minutes and one second. Now, on the anthem bet, uh, you won it last year. Uh, neither of us won it the year before. We didn't do it in 2017. Uh, in 2018, it was a minute 53 was the actual time. 2019, it was two minutes was the actual time. So you're right on with the two minutes, one second matter. Are you can take the over or the under on this one. Uh, I'm definitely going to go with the over. You, you, Demi, it, Demi Lovato, I think the over is pretty <laughs> solid for her. I, I don't know. She just She's that kind of singer. She could belt it out. Uh, yeah, I want to I take the over. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt... I actually did some research on this and Demi Lovato, because she's sort of famous, but not super famous, sings the national anthem a lot. And of the five major sporting events, she's last sung the anthem at. She's never sung it over two minutes. I'm taking the under. Yeah, it's probably a pretty safe bet. You're probably going to beat me on that one. But the Super Bowl is different and it's two minute, one second. So it's right at that two minute mark. You're such a nerd, Sean. You do your homework. I want to win. You beat me all the time at this. <laughs> I want to win. This is like the Always dumbest doing stuff. This homework and and this research for this. I come in cold. This is what I. This is what I do. And yet you, ugh, frustrating. All right, come in cold. Don't worry, I'll get my revenge. Uh, all right, new one for this year, Matt. Uh, talking about the game itself. What will be the long? Okay, I should say. The, and by the way, these are all actual bets you can make. In, in sports books, will the longest penalty of the game be over or under 15 and a half yards? Now, this is an interesting bet because, Matt, NFL penalties, the largest NFL penalty is 15 yards. And that could be a lot of different penalties uh, are 15 yards, but none of them go over 15 yards unless it's a spot of the foul penalty. Like pass interference is probably the most common example. So essentially what you're betting is, will there be a pass interference call over 15 yards? Is this a bet that we've made before? We've never done this one before. I didn't think so. This one didn't didn't sound familiar. So will there be a penalty that will be over 50 yards? 15. Oh, 50, I'm sorry, 15 yards. Yes. Um so I just I just went first for the last one. Did you want to Did you want to pick first on this one? Yeah, I certainly I certainly can. Yeah. Um, as I said, there's very few rules that make a penalty longer than 15 yards. Pass interference is one. Um, that's I think is it. It might only be that. I can't think of another one. Penalties that are over 15, pass interference, that's really the only one I can think yeah, of, Yeah, because that's pretty much the only you know spot of the foul. Roughing the kicker? Roughing the kicker. I actually have the master list here I'm scrolling through. Roughing the kicker is a 15-yard penalty. Okay. So any that exceed 15, 
Right. Because they're usually from the spot of the foul. Yeah, most most penalty, like Are, I said, the max is there any? the max with a defined number of yards is 15. Um doesn't like kicking it out of bounds or something on a kickoff isn't that technically a penalty? Like if we're going to split hairs? Yes, it is. It's an, Is it over 15 yards? It's an illegal kick. Um and the penalty for that is 15 yards. Ah, okay. An illegal kickoff is different. Um, and that's actually a team awarded possession 25 yards from the spot of the kickoff or at the spot out of bounds, whichever is more advantageous. Um, but that's a special teams penalty, and I don't know if they're counting that towards So this. essentially, essentially, we're just – in this case, we're just betting on whether or not there's going to be a pass interference call. And, by the way, a defensive pass interference because yeah, offensive, offensive pass interference is only 10 yards. So. Yeah. Um, will there be a long distance defensive pass interference call? Obviously, pass interference, huge discussion point in the league at this point. Uh, now reviewable, which is very interesting. I think the Super Bowl is a win or go home game. There's This is it. Which means towards the end of the game, whichever team is losing is going to be putting up big passes. Never mind the fact Jimmy G is not a... Fantastic thrower, but Mahomes can really get the ball sailing. I think there'll be a, a, enough long passes to get at least one pass interference. I'm going to take the over on this. Good. I was I was thinking the whole time I was going to take the under. Ah, and why is that? I, I think that both defenses are very disciplined defenses. Um, I think really the ultimately we can we can talk into like later into the show more about who we think is going to win and why. But I think ultimately it's going to come down to flaws in the um, flaws in the offenses, because I think they, this are, these are, these are really two highly trained, highly disciplined defenses, veteran mm-hmm. defenses um, that have been very proven throughout the year. Uh, again, I, I don't do my homework. I don't do my research. So I didn't look up how how disciplined both of these teams are, or how many penalties they've committed throughout the year. But I I would hedge a bet that they would probably be they're pretty they're probably in the low range, pretty low range when it comes to penalties. So that's why I'm going to take the under here. That's fair. This it's a tough one. I wish I had had the time to look up uh, what the Super Bowl historic records are for penalties um, and see if that's a common one. I have no idea. So we'll see there. All right, Matt, we got another new bet this year. Uh, what will be the result of the first coach's challenge? Will it be overturned or will it stand? Is there an option that there will not be a coach's challenge? In the event of no coach's challenge, neither of us get a point. Okay. This this assumes there will be one. All right. Um, I'm going to say that it, it will stand. I said the same thing as well. Yeah. I think it'll stand because it, the NFL... And I don't know if you have the same reasoning as I do, but the NFL is stubborn and doesn't want to be proven wrong. Same reason that like almost all of the pass interference reviewable, quote unquote, reviewable uh, penalties were not overturned. So I think they just don't want to they don't want to be proven wrong. Yeah, there's a this is the quickest stat I could find that. Of the pass interference-related plays that were challenged this year, uh, 17.5% of them were overturned. 
Mm. So not super common. Uh, and I agree with you that, that that's an easy one. Um, Matt, it's time. Sean. for half. It's halftime. We're at halftime. It's halftime. Wow. Nice. And this year's halftime performers. I got to be honest with you, Matt. I don't get it. I don't understand why it's JLo and Shakira. Because it's Miami. But usually JLo's from New York. And so, uh, Shakira is from I used to know this somewhere south of the border. Colombia. Thank you. Okay. Well, she is Colombian. I don't know if she's actually from there. Oh, she was born in Colombia. Um, Matt, here's the thing, right? Let me list you some of the last couple of Super Bowl halftime shows, and you 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 tell me how big a bands these are, okay? Maroon Five, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga. Oh no, I get it. Coldplay I, I know what you're and Beyonce. When was yep. the last time J Lo and Shakira had a hit? I I don't really. I'm honestly, I'm kind of confused by it too. But the NFL does they works in mysterious ways. I think they were I the think only ones who said yes. If if I have to if I had to venture a, a guess here, I think that perhaps, uh, and this is really this is this is going out on a limb, but I think that maybe they they wanted Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift's mom has has is dealing with a lot of stuff right now. She's she's got cancer, and I think that maybe she turned them down, and they the NFL maybe panicked and was like, oh my god, we need somebody really quick. That's a female artist and JLo's doing a tour right now. So let's pull her name out of the hat and, and she can do it with Shakira because I guess they're friends. I don't know. Well, they, announced, they, they were in a Pepsi commercial together. Yeah. I that means they announced them as the halftime act back in September. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't I, know. That, that was, that's really the, that's all I've got. That's, that's the guess. only explanation I have. I know the rumors at the time where they asked a lot of big acts and everyone said, no, was what it was. Well, it makes sense because it's like they always say that. Uh, I mean, you should be doing the Super Bowl if you're if you're there to promote, right? Promote a new album or promote a Partly, new. Partly, but it's it, album sales aren't like they were before. You know, are you going to get more streams of your songs because you do the halftime show? It's a lot of time. You don't make a lot of money. You no, get you, you get critically no panned no matter how good of a job you do. That's very true. And there's always the chance that things can go wrong and can ruin your career like Janet Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Maroon 5 got slammed last year for their halftime show. So I don't blame a lot of people for saying no. Yeah. Left Shark. God, that was a good one. There were so many good ones. <laughs> Do you know I remember? We've talked a lot on the show before about some of the very bad halftime shows that mm. have happened in in. in you know, the, the history of the Super Bowl. But I was specifically remembered of 1997's Blues Brothers Bash. Do you remember that one? Was that the one with the magician? There was a lot. No, of that was that was Bebop Bamboozled. Yes, that was with the 91 or 92 Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that was early 90s. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Winter Magic is a favorite yes. of mine. Uh, the uh, Salute to Motown. I still think that that's cool. I, I don't understand why it has to be a musical act every year. I, 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 I do kind of wish they did different stuff. It should be a medley. Yeah. Especially it, for the 100th year. This is this is what, what kind of makes me a little mad about it. Because it's the 100th year and Shakira and J-Lo, like 100 years of football. And like, why can't it? I don't know. Like, they should bring back one of those old timey, like, 
do like a vaudeville act or something or do like a big musical number yeah do like hamilton or something i don't know sure but it's like and we'll get into the songs in a minute because we're gonna have to select them but shakira hasn't had a top let's say 50 a top 50 song since 2014 yeah it's it's kind of random i mean i i get it i get it it's in miami and and j-lo and shakira well, are very miami i guess to be fair j-lo's having a Pitbulls. bit of a moment yeah with hustlers yeah, she she got the golden globe mm-hmm. nomination she's up there she's got a movie out there and i and i guess shakira is friends with her because why else Shakira and I think I bet Pitbull is going to make a surprise appearance. That's been a that's been a recent thing. It's you like know, there's a prop bet. There's a prop bet for that. For Pitbull appearing, is well, there? there? There's there's a bunch of um, halftime related uh, prop bets. Like, will Pitbull? I saw one. Will Will Smith appear? Which I don't know. I guess because he Smith. sang my, the song Miami. Maybe. Uh, who else did I they that's rumor? Rich, oh, uh, Glacius. Oh, yeah, Enrique. Enrique mm-hmm. Iglesias. They had a couple others that you could bet if they'd show up. Okay. Uh, Matt, we have a tradition here on the show where each of us pick three th- three songs we think are going to be sung during the halftime show. And there's an interesting statistical fact about this, Matt. Over the last three years, we have each gotten two correct every time. Wow. Two, 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 and two, two. Consistent. Very consistent. The question is, will we beat that this year? Is someone going to be more accurate than the other? Uh, we're going to take turns. We're each going to do one, and then we'll go back and forth, back and forth until we've each selected three. Matt, I will let you go first. Um, so this is interesting that we have two artists. So we theoretically, we've got a pretty wide, wide berth to choose from. We but don't. we really don't because, let's face it, I, I don't really know many of the songs of either one. But the one song I do know... That I'm, I'm almost certain they will be played. Uh, they've already hyped it up in commercials. Is "Hips Don't Lie," so okay. I'm definitely going to take "Hips Don't Lie" for my first song. That would have been my first pick. Great, great choice, Matt. I could only come up with six total songs I would even choose. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Jennifer Lopez's "Love Don't Cost a Thing." Good choice. Real good choice. I, I can you know what Sean I I can almost guarantee that both of those songs will be played probably like I, I for sure. every, we're gonna go three and three yeah. this year I'm telling yeah, I you think there we are enough I, songs I, I feel really good about this um all right so my turn yep uh I'm gonna go okay it's a toss up right now one J Lo and one Shakira I won't reveal my Shakira pick because I just I just picked a Shakira, so now I'm gonna go J Lo, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jenny from the block. Oh, get out of my head! <laughs> Great pick. I, they won't do the whole song. They're for sure gonna sample it. Yeah, and she will yeah. say, "I'm Jenny from the block," or something something like that. Yeah, that is an absolute no brainer. Uh, I the question is, do I want to go for Shakira? Or do I want to go with J Lo again? Um. I'm going to go, I'm going to take J-Lo again, because I think it's going to be the J-Lo show. She's the star. I'm going to go uh, Waiting for Tonight. Oh, yeah. 
Another good pick. Classic J-Lo. Uh, I got to admit, though, I think that, that that one, of it might be a little bit of a reach. I agree. For the, for the I Super think Bowl. The ones we've already chosen, I think, are more likely. Great song. Probably probably my favorite, J-Lo. But like I said, how do I, they just, fill an eight-minute show? The, they don't have enough songs. I love the nostalgia factor, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know. Uh, all right. So you didn't pick my Shakira hit. There's like, I don't know how many other Shakira hits there are. So I have, to, I have to like sing it in my head because I don't remember what it's called until I get to the part where she says the name of the song. So, so just bear with me here. With yeah. The, well, sing it out loud. We'd love to hear. Where, wherever, whenever, is that the name of the song? Wherever. What it's whatever it's do, do, it's do. whenever wherever that's the song that's yep. the song I'm picking that's her other song so <laughs> you nailed it buddy all right so I'm at two I got two Shakira one J Lo and you've got all J Lo two J Lo all J Lo and I'm I'm probably gonna go with another J Lo um because I really want to hit these but the question is. Do I go with her first hit, If You Had My Love, way back in 1999, or do I take one of her more modern uh, dance remixes again, like Dance Again with Pitbull, which was a big song for her, or On the Floor. I'm sorry, that was the bigger one with Pitbull. That song was huge. I'm going to take On the Floor. That song was huge. So are you are you thinking that Pitbull's going to show up? I don't know if he does, but it was her... Um more modern hit. Um, it was the 11th biggest hit of 2011 um, and a very popular song. So it's Miami, it's Pitbull. Even if he's not there, I think I think they'll play it. So okay, that's our list. You got Hips Don't Lie, Jenny from the Block, and Whenever, Wherever, and I got Love Don't Cost a Thing waiting for tonight on the floor. Matt, how do you feel about your selections? Um... I feel good about my selections. Can can I tell you what I like a lot about your selections? What? Um, I think that J Lo is gonna be is gonna get like kind of the top billing here, because she's actually doing stuff that we know about. I don't know if whether or not Shakira's doing stuff. So I think that the, I think that you might have an edge because I think J Lo is gonna get more of the songs. I think. I, but the thing, Matt, is I think you have two slam dunks because I think Hips Don't Lie is a slam dunk. And I think Jenny from the Block is a slam dunk. I don't was... think they're going to do whenever, whenever. Oh, no. She, OK. So I was thinking there was another song called Beautiful Liar. And I thought maybe Shakira did that with J-Lo. But I, I, now I think about it, I think she did it with Beyonce. I think it was yes. Shakira and Beyonce. It was. Not not J-Lo. Okay, yep, so right. I, otherwise that would have been like a slam dunk guarantee. Yeah, I don't think they've ever collaborated to my knowledge. No, probably not. Um, well, they were different times, right? Like uh, J-Lo, if I well, remember, but, was early 2000s and but Shakira one of those, was like slightly later 2000s. But they've spanned such, you know, like the uh, On the Floor with Pitbull was like 2011. So, you know, they've, they've spanned time. They seem like artists that would have collaborated. I guess it took until the Super Bowl to do it. Yeah. Uh. Alrighty, well, we'll closely watch the halftime show to see how those do, Matt. I got another new question for you. Which happens first, a sack or a touchdown? A sack or a touchdown sack. I agreed. Yeah. I agree. I think I think in a in a Super Bowls are always usually defensively heavy. 
Um, right. And you got you got Nick Bosa on one side. You've got whoever the Chiefs have on the other. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Sack or an interception? Side sack. Rock. Sack. Because they're not really uh, – 49ers don't throw a lot, and Patrick Mahomes isn't no, – he's a careful thrower. He's not – He's not known for his interceptions, so that's true. That's true, and uh, Mahomes is Mahomes is pretty accurate too. Yeah, so yeah, I would say a sack. Um, all right, how about this one, Matt? Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? Now you may remember the Philly special from a couple Super Bowls ago. Um, it seems to be happening more and more in this league, especially in high-profile games. Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? Will a non-QB throw a TD? No. No, they will not. Not in this game. Jimmy G, Pat Mahomes, I don't think that they – I think enough said. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, Matt, I originally had no for this one, but I'm going to change it to yes just okay. to contrast you because I think, I think because – there are two notable quarterbacks. I think they are going to surprise you. And I think my guess, this is, I'm really going to go out there. I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey who throws for the touchdown. If it happens, he's tall. He can get the ball over people. Um, He's been in the league long enough to know how to throw it. It it wouldn't surprise me. So I'm going to go. I think you're, I think you're, I think you're right. I, uh, I, I would agree. I'm I'm not changing my bet. No, but, and you shouldn't, because I think you're going to win. But I'm just saying, I'll, I'll take the game. I think there's a safe bet. Like you said, the Super Bowl, it's it's different. It's different than any other game. That night is unlike any other night. So, well, you watch because I'm going to lose by one point and um, <laughs> like an absolute idiot. So, Matt, now we get to one of our classic bets, one of our all-time favorites. What color will the Gatorade be dumped on the winning coach? Uh, you've, this is one of the rare ones you've never actually, I think this is the, no, it's not the only one. It's one of the rare ones you've never won. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask, have either of us ever won this? I one? won last year. It was blue ah. when the Patriots won. So I, I got that correct. The previous year was green, which none of us bet. Um, so, well, no, the, now uh, would, would you like yeah. to know what Vegas thinks it's going to be? No, I don't want that to influence my decision. Oh, okay. I don't want it to influence my decision at all. Because this is, Sean, this is the one, I told you before, I, I go in cold and I, I never prepare or prep for anything. But damn it, I'm, I want to win this category. I want to okay. win this bet. So I, I really thought about this um, on my drive home today. And the, the color that kept standing out in my mind was orange. Orange Gatorade. Uh both of the teams share red in their logo. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be red because it would blend in too much with. The, and I know I, we always overthink these. That's that's our big problem. I, I think it's it's just whatever they happen to have in the tank. Um, but I'm I'm for some reason I'm really seeing orange Gatorade being dumped over the head of Andy Reid. And him just just smiling ear to ear, happy as could be. Okay. And that's why I'm gonna sabotage myself. What? And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the color of the Gatorade will be blue. Oh. Now you picked orange last year, by the way. I know. 
I it know. was blue last year, so you're going with blue. Orange is not a popular Gatorade drink, Sean. I, I think nobody nobody drinks orange Gatorade. It, it's it sucks. I I uh, I've gained an appreciation for Gatorade over this past year. Uh my favorite Gatorade is the the uh, light blue kind, the one that looks like literally like a like the ice blue radioactive drink. Yeah, that one's my favorite one, and I think that's the kind it's going to be, the blue kind. So I'm picking blue. Okay, that's watch it be orange. A fair but. bet. Now I actually did find some stats around the past Super Bowl Gatorades. Before I get to that, I will say my decision was not influenced by history it was influenced by what vegas thinks is uh, purple actually has the best odds right now believe it or not and i'm going with purple i was originally going to say red but i think red is too expected and speaking about the history red has never been dumped on a coach at a super bowl before i think it because it's because it looks too much like blood but i maybe but i also don't again theoretically that association it's like carry I think it's too heavy. I don't think the players drink it. I don't think the players want to be drinking red on the sideline. I think yeah, that's what it is. It stains your teeth and you, your lips red. And Because going back, Gatorade has been dumped since Super Bowl 35. Going all the way back there, um, the colors have only been yellow, purple, orange, blue, or clear. Clear, actually, Super Bowls 39 through 42 were all clear. Um... And then the last few Super Bowls were blue, yellow, uh, none in the famous uh, comeback game. No time for it. Uh, orange, blue, orange. So, and orange is the most common. It was done uh, four times over the span. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I like I said, that vision in my mind is orange Gatorade. But I'm going to sabotage myself, and I'm going to say blue. I think just it's because I think it's going to be orange. I, I like the blue kind. Blue, blue Gatorade's my favorite. I feel so. good about purple, but I do think it's going to end up being orange. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. We're at the end all of right. the game here. we got to pick a winner, a final score, and the MVP. Um, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll give you the choice. Because um, I've already written mine down. I already know my answers. So in this game, it's... I wish we had some kind of a record of who's gone first in the past, but yeah, that's one thing I don't. Now, I, don't I will know. say historically, Matt, you yeah. you've picked the last two Super Bowl winners. Actually, the last three. You you you're, you're three for three over the last three years for picking the winners. <laughs> you've never picked the score. Only I've picked the, and we're, we give a little bit of a margin of error. Only I've picked the score once in the famous comeback game, um, and I've never gotten an MVP. You got Nick Foles. Uh, That's right. And I've never gotten an MVP. So the question is, can you keep your winning streak alive? No pressure. Okay. Um, Sean, I want you, I want you to pick first. I'm going to okay. take the coward's way out. Coward's I, way out. Also, because I picked the Gatorade first, I want you to I want you to, to give us your pick. I've got I need, no I need to meditate on the score. I've got the MVP, but I but I need to really think about what the score is going to be. So I feel very good about my pick. So okay. I'm happy to go first. Matt, Chiefs, 49ers. Two Titans of the Gridiron. Battling for dominance in the biggest game of the year. The ultimate in the NFL. Who will win? It's an interesting question. 
I can't think... tell if you're going for William Shatner <laughs> or Walter Cronkite. I'm just trying to delay as long as possible, even though I know or, my answer. Or like a little bit of Joe Buck in there. No, the problem is I wrote down my answer a few hours ago and forgot why I picked it. Uh, uh, no, but here's the thing. I thought I was going to go first. Okay. So, so here's the thing about the the Chiefs. You have Andy Reid. You have Patrick Mahomes. You got, I'll argue, Travis Kelsey is a pretty valuable player. And then it's your defense is like good, but not great. You know, defense wins championships. The 49ers have a much stronger defense and they're more well-rounded. Jimmy G threw, what was it, eight passes in the NFC Championship game and they won. That's crazy. But that's because they have a very strong running game. And so combine that with a strong defense, that's going to allow them to run down clock. It's going to allow them to pound it out. And if they can keep Patrick Mahomes under control, which I think they can, I'm picking the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. With a final score of 34 to 27. I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, that's kind of in line with the last couple Super Bowls, that sort of 30, 30 something to 20 something span. So I'll go 34 27. Do you okay. want me to go you want me to do my MVP too, or you want to wait? Let's wait for the MVP. Okay. We'll right. reveal them together. Sean. Who you got? Um, I know I said before that if I had to pick between these two teams, I would I would root for the Chiefs. But that being said, I do agree with you. I think the 49ers are the more complete team. They have the more complete, well-rounded package, and they've been more consistently proven throughout the season. Now, part of that is because Mahomes rode pine for a little while. He was on the IR uh, for several weeks in the season. I know that because he was my fantasy quarterback and uh, basically ruined my my whole season. But we won't get into that on this show. Um, so... In my heart of hearts, I, I really think that the Niners are going to win. But just to make it interesting, <laughs> for the sake of this show, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to say that the Chiefs are going to establish a running game. Uh, and Mahomes is going to just is just going to tear it up. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Chiefs and I'm gonna say the final score will be Chiefs twenty seven, Niners twenty. No, I'm sorry, Chiefs twenty eight, Niners twenty. Okay. Twenty eight twenty Chiefs. You know, Matt Fine. I'll support your argument a little bit, and here's the reason why. The 49ers have had it kind of cushy. If you look at their playoff run, they beat the 49ers, or they beat the Vikings. <laughs> they beat themselves. They beat themselves. They beat the Vikings, meh. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Packers, meh. They haven't had a challenge like the Chiefs yet in the playoffs. And when you look at the... I now have to pull up the 49ers schedule um, in terms of... You know, they had a good overall schedule. But in terms of teams, they lost to the Falcons, who were garbage. They lost to the Ravens, who are a good team. Um, and they play the Cardinals twice a year and they, you know, they play the Rams twice a year who weren't very good this year. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think, I don't think it's going to be that much of a high scoring affair. I think, and even, even my score, I think is going to be too, it's too high. 
I I see it. I could realistically seeing this see this game being like a twenty one seventeen affair. Even maybe even lower. I I think that these defenses are real good. I think Kansas City's defense is real good. I think that the, that that the Niners' defense is maybe the best in the business right now. Um, so I agree with you. But if you look at past Super Bowls, I'm going to read you just the whatever team won their score for the last couple Super Bowls. Last year was an oddity at 13 to 3. I admit that. But then 41, 34, 24, 28, 43, 34. Yeah, but look at the matchups too. I think you have to look at the teams that that uh Well, they but were like playing uh, against New their England, defense. New England Seattle 28-24. Philadelphia, New England, 41-33. I mean, you can at Baltimore, San Francisco, the last time the 49ers were in the Super Bowl, 34-31, the famous blackout game. Yep. So, but I, I'm, I'm with you. It's, uh, these teams haven't, did they play each other in the regular season? They did. They did because this was, I don't know if it was this year, or maybe it was last year. Yeah, no, they didn't this year. They haven't played each other this year. They The last time they played each other, was the game where Garoppolo tore his ACL? I think it was, was like the first. Them? It was like the first game of last year's season. Oh, it was against the Chiefs. I don't think they played this season against each other. God, they played a lot of trash teams this year. I mean, seriously, you look at the schedule. It's like, ugh, they 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 went one and one with the Seahawks in their division, who were good. They beat the Saints by two points. The Ravens beat them by three, and that's pretty much all they played. Who was good? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might have something with the Chiefs there. Yeah, I I don't know. I I want to keep that streak alive, but well, uh, yeah, I, I'd really like to see Andy Reid get one. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. He's a, he's a great coach. Uh, Vegas agrees with you, by the way, uh, or Vegas agrees with me. I should say, 49ers are the betting favorites by like one point, though. It's very it's close. close. It's yeah. very close. Uh, but the question becomes, who will be the MVP? Right now, the uh, two leaders in Vegas are Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, because about 50%. What was the stat? Something like 20-something of the last 40 or 50-something, so about 50% of the MVPs have been quarterbacks, which actually I thought would have been higher, but uh, apparently not. So my question, Matt, I went first before. It's your turn to go first. Who you got for MVP? Pat Mahomes. Come if on. the if the Chiefs win, I think that yeah. is a slam dunk. I got it. Yeah. Who who else? It's got to be it's got to be Patrick Mahomes MVP. But what if the 49ers win? Uh if the Niners I mean it win, could by the way, there was one time where it wasn't it was on the losing team. So, I guess you it's know possible. I yeah, I already I already said that that my my prediction that Kansas City is going to win. So just for just for fun, uh if the Niners win, Whatever. Sherman. Richard Sherman. Why not? Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman's MVP. Sure. The thing is... Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Has a cornerback ever gotten the MVP? Never. No, Nick Nick Bosa. If if you're looking at the defense of the 49ers, Nick Bosa is a much better chance. Richard Sherman. Because if he racks up like four or five sacks, he's... No. I know. Sherman's my for fun pick. I agree. I Obviously, like it's I, I would say real like in the real world, it's going to be Garoppolo. It's like almost always a quarterback. But see, that, that's not who I picked. I didn't okay. pick either quarterback because that's okay. no fun. No, again, it's no fun. In the NFC Championship game, Jimmy Garoppolo threw like seven or eight passes. 
if he repeats that performance, which, by the way, is theoretically possible, he's not going to win it. So I'm going to give it to the man who ran 220 yards in the championship game, who's been a stalwart for them all year, Raheem Mossert. Mossert? Mossert. Mossert. Indeed. I I had him on my fantasy team, French's Mossert. Yeah. Yes, he is my MVP pick. All right. But I also think Travis Kelsey's got a good shot at it. Nick Bosa's got a good shot at it. Uh, you know, like Edelman winning it last year. I think uh, Kelsey, if he puts up a good number of... Yeah, but if Jesus, Mahomes is going to win if he's throwing him those touchdowns. Yes. <sighs> I think either way, the quarterback in this one is the slam dunk for now, the MVP. That's true of every Super Bowl, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's just how things usually are run. I think that Edelman got it last year just because Brady's gotten so many. Well, it was a 13 to three game. So unless the punters were going to win it, you know, there was, there was barely any offense. Who was going to? Yeah. I think we're, we're, we're in for a treat no matter what. I think we can, we can obviously say this Super Bowl will be a lot more exciting than last year's, which was the worst thing I've ever seen. Look, I'm a Patriots fan. I've been one since the day I was born. And I will continue to be one long after Tom Brady and Bill Belichick retire. I don't want to see them in the Super Bowl anymore. Because seeing your team, in the, and you know this, Matt, seeing your team in the championship game affects how you watch the game. And sometimes I just want to sit and watch the damn game. Yeah, it's, it's a stressful it. situation. It is. It's different. It's definitely different. Different feeling. Because a lot more is at, you feel like a lot more is at stake. I get that. So I get that. Nope, I'm good to have someone else in there. It, I agree with you. It, Although we said this with the Rams and the Patriots, so that was going to be a thrilling game, and we were wrong. So who actually knows? But uh, again, the big question mark for me on this game is one man, Jimmy Garoppolo. If they force him to make throws, he can do it. I believe he can do it, but he hasn't needed to so far this year. So that is your million-dollar question, is, is can the Chiefs' defense – Lock down the running game and force Jimmy G to throw. Yeah. That and, has been your for, old spice key to victory. For me, I think the, the key to the Niners has to be to make Mahomes as uncomfortable in the pocket as possible. Yep. I think they've got to force him to throw out of the pocket. They gotta force him to scramble. Sacks. Which he's not used to doing. He's used to used to setting up and and getting comfortable in there. And if they can make him uncomfortable, if they could rattle him and shake him early, the key—I think—the key is going to really be in the first quarter. If if the if the if the Chiefs establish something early on in the first quarter, if they get going and start scoring early, I think it's oh, I think it's a lock. I I think it's a lock because I think once once the once the Kansas City train gets going, it just keeps going. It don't it don't stop. Yep. So if they they need to stop him. They need to stop Mahomes early. They need to force him to, to get on. They need to get him uncomfortable. They need to force him to make bad throws. And that, to me, is the key to victory for San Francisco. But if they, if they do that, yeah, I think that Jimmy, Jimmy G will be just fine. Well, we'll have to wait and see, Matt, this Sunday. Be there, be there, be there for the Super Bowl. As I mentioned, we do it every year. I will be live tweeting the results of our prop bets. Uh, I'm sure, Matt, you'll get in there with your personal account as well yeah. and, and me as well over at up, at up for Debate TV on Twitter. Know right away who wins and who doesn't. Yeah, it'll always be a fun one. Yeah, um, we did, and we didn't do any. We should 
because I'm just looking at this list, we should be able to to name a definitive winner. Because we've had some in the past years where it was there. There was one really funny one where it was like, which is there were a lot of like, which is more, you know, do they throw more touchdowns or like a hockey player shoots more goals, you know, or whatever they kind of do. But there was one where it was like, it was an Oscars one where it was like, will there be more touchdowns or will like 1917 win more Oscars? And I'm like, right. it would be funny to pick that because we wouldn't have a winner by next yeah. week. We wouldn't know. It was like, which one of them was like DiCaprio, wasn't it? It was like, will DiCaprio, is this the year that DiCaprio, will Will Leonardo DiCaprio win an Oscar or will we see a pick six or a safety or right. something like that? Yeah. Yep. Or an onside kick. What I, a pain. I which one. Yeah. Those questions. Are, well, back in 2018, we famously did. Will there be more Tom Brady completions or more Kevin Durant points scored in the game that week? That's right. That's right. Yeah. The uh, the NBA finals. Yeah. Wait, which the, I won. Which, yeah. Durant had 30 and Brady had 28. Um, That's right. Excellent. And then we're going to be back next week, Matt. Yeah, we'll go over our prop bets. Talk about the game, good, bad, and different. We'll talk about the halftime show, whether we liked it or not, and go through each of these bets, talk about how we did, and reveal a winner. And then, Matt, we can tease now the week after that, because the football fun don't stop at Up for Debate. XFL. I got my, right. my New York Guardians shirt on. The week after the Super Bowl, uh, the weekend after the Super Bowl, the XFL 2.0 officially kicks off uh, the very first game, Sunday, February 8th. It will be Seattle at D.C., uh, aired on ABC, and then that weekend um, there will be four games with all eight teams. So uh, we're going to watch a number of those games. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the league, the players, how kickoff weekend went, comparing it to the original version of the XFL, talking about some of the rules. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss that. We got three back-to-back weeks of football fun. Smash mouth football. Smash mouth football. The extremely fun league. Not your dad's football. Nope. No, you think they're going to have the scramble? I oh God, I really hope so. <laughs> I really want them to bring back the scramble. I want them to 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 do all the things that that they wanted to do and didn't. That what are they going? They were going to blow up a. Honda oh, they're going to blow up a car, car or something? Because they pulled their advertising. They, they were going to blow up a car. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I just want them to – I want them to have fun. My, I, I want this to be the the the, the, the extreme football league. It, it won't be the same without Jesse Ventura. Jesse Governor the Jesse Ventura. You know, back <laughs> – these men just came out to this field to play the game they love. Did, didn't he chase down a coach – yeah, he did. Uh, was it that Rusty? Was, him, was right? it Rusty Tillman? It was uh, the coach of the Hitmen. Yes, the and, and, and they had Hitmen. like they had like a fake like kayfabe type rivalry going, where he'd be like, "He doesn't. <laughs> he's scared of me. He doesn't want to talk to me. He's afraid, Matt. He's afraid." Yes, and then I think they interviewed him later on. And he was like, "No, I just wanted to get into the locker room so I could talk to my because he was yeah no he, he was, was trying the to only coach. guy he was actually trying to play football and then yep. <laughs> didn't want to be in a wrestling match. Yeah, that's right. He walked from was... the announcer stand all the way down to the field at the end of the game. <laughs> Rusty. 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 Talk to me, Rusty. <laughs> He's scared of me. He's scared of me. He must be scared of me or something. God, the Matt governor Vers- of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Do you think Matt Verscarsion will get pulled into any limos this season? Uh, I think he was scared off enough the first time. <laughs> He's going to stick to what's working for him. Yeah. That's really funny how his career really like skyrocketed after that. 
Like he really took his lumps there. <laughs> yeah, one of the few success stories to come out of the XFL. Probably the only one. There you we'll go. We'll see. We've got a new XFL. It's going to be a lot of fun. All new. Mm-hmm. all new XFL means all new up for debate. So stay with us. Upfordebate.tv is the website. You can go there and get all the episodes, past, present, and future. Of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, uh, Spotify. We're everywhere. You can get us there, video version on YouTube. And you can follow us, as I mentioned, at upfordebate.tv on Twitter. Follow us now so you can see the results of the prop bet on Sunday. And you can email us upfordebate.tv at gmail.com. Matt, that's going to do it for us here. On behalf of you and myself, this has been the show. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another football-centric Up For Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.